our guilt and shame has been purified from sinful deeds because Christ paid for it all. I want you to know God and make God known. Welcome to another episode of the Make God Known podcast. I'm your host, Samuel Tekka. Have you guys ever experienced that frustrating moment where you cannot get a stain out of your white shirt? No matter how many times you wash it, put in detergent or bleach, this stain just won't come out. In this episode, I dive into the concept of the stain of sin in our lives and the overwhelming shame and guilt that accompanies it. It's a significant problem that continues to persist despite our best efforts to remove it. Throughout this podcast and in our discussion, we will explore what sin truly entails, the detrimental impact that it has on our lives, and most importantly, the solution to rid ourselves of this stain that we are calling sin. Let's get straight into today's podcast. Now, you guys have to excuse if there is background noise happening. It is pouring outside, as you could probably see it if you're watching on YouTube. It's crazy. It probably rains every single day here in Addis Ababa. So you guys just bear with me if you guys hear any sound. Listen to the spirit and the content of what is being communicated. I wanna start off this podcast by reading a verse to you guys in Hebrews chapter nine, verse 11 to 14. And I'm gonna read it off my screen here and you guys could read along with me if you're watching. It says, so Christ has now become the high priest over all good things that have come. He has entered that greater, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hands, and it is not part of this created world. With his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, he entered the most holy place once for all time and secured our redemption forever. Under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of the heifer could cleanse people's bodies from ceremonial impurity. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our conscience from sinful deeds so that we could worship the living God. For by the power of the internal spirit, Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. We are going to look into three powerful exhortations from this passage that will remove the stain of sin accompanied by guilt and shame in our lives. Basic hermeneutics. A text without a context is a pretext. So let's share a little bit about what the context of Hebrews is. The author of Hebrews is writing to a community of Christians that are essentially discouraged. Amidst the great pressure and persecution they were facing as a result of believing in the gospel, some actually want to give up their faith in Jesus and some actually already have. So the author uses three theological exhortations to encourage this community. Number one, that Christ is preeminent. Jesus is the highest expression of God and there is no other above him and there is no other beside him. 
all other things or people pale into comparison to who Jesus is. Number two is that Jesus is our great high priest. And we're going to elaborate a little bit more on that as we move further into this podcast. And the third exhortation is to follow Jesus wholeheartedly despite their external circumstances. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to get into what it means for Jesus to be our great high priest. It's important to note that this is not exhaustive, but we're going to highlight key points that's relevant to our passage today and to what God wants to speak to us in this podcast. The first exhortation that the author gives to the church and also gives us is that Christ is our great high priest. Only Christ and Christ's role as high priest is powerful enough to remove the stain of sin in our lives. We have to understand that God was the one that appointed the high priest in the Old Testament. The first role of the high priest was that he was a representative on behalf of the people. But secondly, his service to God brought benefits to the people they were serving. On the Day of Atonement, which you could look into in Leviticus chapter 16, only the high priest would enter into the place called the Holy of Holies, where the place of atonement was or where God's presence dwelt. The high priest would sacrifice a lamb on what is called a brazen altar. He would bring the blood of the lamb that he just sacrificed into the room called the Holy of Holies, or as the Hebrew author would say, the most holy place. And what he would do is he would sprinkle the blood of that lamb on the atonement cover, which would bring right standing with God and also forgiveness of sins. The high priest would essentially do this for himself, for his family, and also for the people of Israel. They would perform this ritual year after year because the blood of the animals was not sufficient enough to number one, pay for their sin entirely. And number two, it was only a temporary system until a new system could be established. And so we read in our verse here, it says, so Christ has now become the high priest over all the good things that have come. He has entered that greater, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hands and is not part of this created world. What am I trying to say here? What I'm saying is that there is no other greater priest than Jesus, our great high priest. He is a greater high priest and brings better promises because of his service. So the first exhortation is to look to no other than Jesus Christ, our great high priest. What's going on, everybody? My name is Samuel Tekka, and I am so excited and thrilled to announce that my course, A Meaningful Life, is out and available now. 
If you're a person that lacks confidence and also clarity in what your God-given meaning is and also have a hard time identifying what you love to do, which creates this sense and anxiety that we're not making a difference where we are in the world, this course is for you. I've created this so that I want to equip Christians to live out their God-given meaning, to identify what they love to do, and ultimately make a difference where they are. So for more information on that, I want you to go to samuelteca.ca slash courses, and I want you to live a meaningful life. Now back to the podcast. The second exhortation is the powerful blood of Christ redeems us. Let me explain. The blood of Jesus Christ sacrificed on that cross pays for all of our sinful deeds. Let's read what the author of Hebrews says, continuing on. He says, With his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, he entered the most holy place once for all time and secured our redemption forever. Under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer could cleanse people's bodies from ceremonial impurity. One might ask, why the blood? Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22 says this, The law requires or God requires that nothing could be cleansed and there is no forgiveness without the shedding of blood. Why the blood? Number one. God required for there to be blood in order to be cleansed and forgiven. But here's reason number two on why the blood. Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 says this, For the life of the flesh is what? Is in the blood. So why the blood? Number one is because God requires for there to be blood in order for there to be forgiveness of sins. And number two is because there is life in the blood. In this movie called The Maze Runner, and by the way, forewarning, there's a little bit of a spoiler alert. Um, I'm going to definitely expose the end of this movie. So if you haven't watched it yet, I am so sorry. Thomas, who's one of the key characters in this film, his blood contains a specific enzyme that is the key to finding a cure for a virus that the whole world has caught called the flare virus. The enzyme in his blood is able to destroy the virus and reverse its effects, making Thomas's blood an essential for finding and searching a cure for this disease. In the same way, the blood of Christ that has the life of God in it is the only powerful means to secure our salvation, to bring healing to those that are sick, and also bring restoration from the damage that sin has caused among all of humanity. Oh, and by the way, it has the power to erase the records of wrong that you and I have committed. See, you and I have to understand that it's not gold, it's not silver, it's no amount of diamonds, no amount of status or popularity, no amount of entertainment or things that we could distract ourselves with that could purify and cleanse us from sin and the guilt and shame that comes with it, but it's only by the powerful blood of Jesus Christ. 
I love this passage in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18-21. It says, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. Let this encourage you. My Christians, my brothers, my sisters, listen to me. There is no amount of silver or gold. There's no amount of money that could wipe away your sins and the guilt and shame that comes with it. It's only by the powerful blood of Jesus Christ. Hey there, amazing listeners and viewers. If you're enjoying my podcast so far, I have some exciting news for you. If you want even more exclusive content, behind the scenes insights and extra perks, then head over to my Patreon right now. By becoming a patron, you'll unlock benefits like early access to episodes, Q&A sessions with guests, and special bonus episodes you won't find anywhere else. Your support on Patreon helps me create the content you love and allows me to improve the show further. So don't miss out on this opportunity to join my exclusive community. Visit the description down below where I provide all the details and direct links. Your support means the world to me. But now let's get back to the episode. Thank you for being an awesome part of the journey. The third exhortation is that the blood of Christ has the power to purify our conscience. The blood of Christ purifies our conscience from guilt and shame. Let's read what the author of Hebrews continues on to say. He says, just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our conscience from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. For by the power of the internal spirit, Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. Our guilt and shame has been purified from sinful deeds because Christ paid for it all. I want someone to listen to me and catch this. Do not write down what Christ has already erased with his blood. So in faith, let's receive what Christ has already done on the cross for us so that we could respond in worship to God. Let me share a little bit of a personal story of mine. I remember when I first started off as a Christian, I could barely worship and and give thanks to God, not just through songs, but also through my life because I didn't understand the power that the blood has. And this is my encouragement to so many of you out there. Maybe you are so tied up and there is this weight of guilt and shame on you because of your sin. But I'm here to encourage people that are watching and people that are listening, listen to me, the power of the blood has the ability to cleanse your conscience from guilt and shame. And that way, just as the author of Hebrews says, you could worship the living God with confidence, with joy, in your heart. So let's review now over the three exhortations from Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11 to 14. Number one, Christ is our great high priest. His role as high priest and his service that brought benefits and promises to us. We look to him and him alone. 
Number two is that the powerful blood of Christ redeems us. It's this blood that has paid for all our sinful deeds, all our errors. Just, I want you to imagine all the wrong that you have committed on a long sheet of paper. It's probably endless as it is mine, right? But the powerful blood of Christ has the ability to wipe away your sins from past, present, and future. And number three is that the powerful blood of Christ purifies our conscience. Sinful deeds breeds guilt and shame in our lives, but we have good news that this blood has the ability to purify our conscience so that we could worship the living God with boldness and also with confidence. So here's a call to action for many of us. Number one is it requires faith to believe regardless of how we may feel. Faith is so essential. Faith is not about feelings. Faith is about trusting in what Christ has done for you on the cross. Number two, don't reminisce on what Christ has already paid for. Repent and move forward. That's why the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, I don't exactly where, I don't remember exactly where it is, but it says how a righteous man could fall seven times and get back up seven times. Why? Because they have faith in the one who is paid for it all and has clothed them with righteousness. And number three, remember what Christ has done for you daily. Remember, remember, and remember. How do we do that? Meditation on scripture, going to church to remind us of this very good news. And hopefully you could find a church that preaches the gospel each and every single week and prayer. That way we could remind ourselves of the beautiful gospel. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning into today's podcast. I encourage you guys to do three things. Number one is to follow the podcast if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or subscribe to my YouTube channel if you are watching on YouTube. Number two is I want you to like, share, and comment on these videos. That way it could pick up the algorithm and could send it to more people so that we can encourage them with the message of Jesus Christ. And then lastly, like I say each and every single week, I encourage you to know the beautiful Jesus who has redeemed us and secured our salvation and make this Jesus known. Thanks guys, God bless you.